What's up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles welcoming you to Lyles Movie Files. Joining me, as always, is the little brother, Jace. Bro Shot, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you, bro? I am perplexed, but good. Why are you perplexed, bro? Because I can't understand how Warner Brothers can't figure out what the heck to do with the other greatest collection of comic book characters as you no doubt have heard and know warner brothers decided even though we've sunk 90 million dollars into this batgirl movie we were going to put on hbo max let's just scrap the whole thing let's not put it on our streaming service that would be a good bonus to people that happen to get the subscription service streamer Let's just, and it's, it's not quite ready for the big time theater production. Instead, let's just scrap it so no one gets to see it. And the directors, you know, issued a statement saying they're really sad and disappointed about the news. And I feel like it's just ridiculous. There was a report that you shared that they tested it with audiences and it was a failure think we both realize that's probably not likely because there's not suddenly some quality check person at, at Warner Brothers in in terms of in charge of DC movies going man this is even worse than Jonah Hex this is so much worse than Green Lantern and ah uh, wow how could we even let this escape what would this what would this do to the good name of Catwoman or the first Suicide Squad. Or the studio version, theatrical version of Batman versus Superman. Or you get the point. Somehow Batgirl was a bridge too far. It was it was exceeding the levels of quality that which Warner Brothers won out of their DC for. productions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because like I, I, I mean, because we I think on some level it's almost seemed like we bash on DC, but it's it's well deserved. That's the problem. This was so much like, wait, it really tested that bad. I mean, it's like, I mean, did you guys see Suicide Squad? Like, there's no way. Like, uh, this this movie is such trash. When they started saying the the president is notorious, like, budget conscious, and he's like, all right, we sunk ninety million dollars in. The and we are probably going to sink, let's say, another 12 to 13. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just throwing out now. I don't know what an ad budget is, but they have to promote the movie some way. And then there's just like, wait, it's not going on the big screen to make $500 million? Yeah, just, it, it, it nobody in, uh, what is it, um, HBO Max is going to get any extra benefit. And nobody's clamoring to pick up HBO Max for Batgirl, unlike uh, Justice League, uh, the Snyder Cut, which definitely got people to go to to pick up HBO Max because that movie was only initially going to be released in that fashion. But it, it, it's once again, like I mean, I, I I'm actually saddened that we don't have Chief here to just do his usual DC rant. Seems to be weekly now because this is a stupid decision. It's like. Is Batgirl going to be part of your universe? Yeah, we don't know. Well, I think uh, the real issue was 
they were banking on this untouchable movie with Ezra Miller who needs to literally shoot someone in the face before they can cancel this Flash movie. Because that one seems like it should long ago have been shelved just due to all of Miller's outbursts and terrible PR and everything you don't want associated with the star of your movie. But because, because Michael Keaton's Batman is front and center in that film, they're kind of like, um... Yeah, okay. And they were going to transition him to being the main Batman. And he was going to be featured in Batgirl. They kind of have to go, oh, well, we can't introduce him yet. Because we don't know what the heck we're doing with this Flash movie. So Batgirl was in this weird holding pattern anyway. It wasn't like it was going to get released before the Flash. And Flash may quietly never come out. This is Batgirl. I, I just really think that Warner, I mean, Warner Brothers is just like, they don't know, they're in a, I mean, I don't know if this is an impossible position, but they don't know what they're going to do with their whole, and I mean, I, I really think no matter what, they have arguably the biggest superhero characters, and they don't know what to do with them, <laughs> and that's the big problem, it's like Marvel, I really just, I'm like, if you just think of Captain America, Iron Man, and compared to Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. 90% of people, like, over, I don't even know, the age of five are going to go with Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. And DC just can't figure out how to get that, translate that into dollars. And But I don't know if you're people, right about that anymore. Because... I, it, for, like, I probably am wrong. Yeah. I mean, like, if you think of movies, like, I, I know, like, most people are like, hey, I don't mind like people are like they don't mind their kids watching the Marvel movies. It's like, yeah, they I mean they probably hear more cursing for me than they do from those Marvel movies, so go nuts, watch them. They're fun. Um yeah. and I'll buy you a toy and, and we'll keep it moving. And but I don't know if I mean I definitely could say that's not gonna be the case for that I mean, Warner Brothers movies. It's like I don't know what was gonna go on in this Batgirl movie and like you know, I had some good heavy hitters like yeah, J.K. Simmons is uh, Commissioner Gordon. Of course, that's two weeks after having uh, Jeffrey Wright is Commissioner Gordon, which again works to continue to confuse everyone. Um, yeah, they they have so many problems, so many issues about what they want to do, and they don't seem to have any firm one voice. Going, hey, this is our plan. This is what we're going to go and do going forward. Because there's this Flash movie in limbo. And there's a lot of talk now. Fans are excited because the CW has finally decided to pull the Flash off of life support. It's ending next season. It's ninth season. And a truncated 13 episode. Which may be its best one. Because, hey, it's a shorter season. That's great. I'm all for it. Candace Patton will be there. Grant Gustin will be really? there. Yeah. She's already announced and she's going to be there. Jesse L. Martin's going to be there in five episodes unless NBC picks up the pilot. Ha! Okay. Who's going who's gonna to get less less screen time? Joe or Candace Patton? Now you've gone too far. Well, I think after her big scathing podcast, we're going to see Candace on a lot of episodes and like with ridiculous subplots just to have her on there. Like, hey, Iris. Here's all your friends that we forgot to introduce eight seasons ago. 
I feel like that's going to be the apology season. So I'm all for it. I'm going to get bags of popcorn every time I'm watching an episode of Flash next season. Yeah, I'll buy I'll buy that season just for them actually like, oh, you noticed all the stuff we did. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. So there's that thought fan surge of interest that, hey, you know what you guys don't need to do? Worry about Ezra Miller. Just put in Grant Gustin, baby. We're all good. He'll be done shooting the Flash, so you can just push him into your Flash movie. What do you think about that? You know what's even stupider? On, on I was reading this. Not I think it was two weeks after it was announced that Grant Gustin was going to have the part of uh, Flash for the CW. They announced Esther Miller was going to be the. Uh, the, the film version of Flash. It's like, why do you guys just keep doing this? It's it's like, if you guys, in some, it's like one of those, sometimes the rules apply and sometimes they don't. It's like, if you got a superhero, don't put him in multiple, pro- I mean, a live action, don't put him in multiple properties. Like, I mean, I know Marvel was able to do it with Samuel L. Jackson, with Nick Fury, he was, Nick Fury and all the movies, but then he could go to Agent Cecil because he's like, sure, no problem. If you're not willing to make that commitment, stop. I mean, the multiverse is way complicated. I've said this many times. It's way complicated, and don't try and do it on early on. It's it's like now it's we're we're ten years, ten twelve years, and Marvel they're just starting to get to the multiverse because it's like, oh yeah, now now you can understand it. It's like, oh Spider Man. I mean, No Way Home. Oh, that really opened up fun avenues to do it. Like, but DC is just like they're trying to do it, and it's so convoluting. You're like, I don't like Robert Pattinson's Batman could be good if you were giving him a chance to like, hey, why couldn't you put him put him with Henry Cavill? Well, we didn't think about it. Why not? Like, why did you? It's just like. This, five, like somebody who comes in there has to say, "Hey, what is our five-year plan for all of DC?" It's like hey, we're gonna make it so the big movie is X. Go from there. It's like you can't look at Marvel and not see how to do this. It's like, all right, they've given Marvel's given out movies for the next three years and TV shows we, <laughs> and TV and showing how connected they are. How to do any of that? Yeah, like we would have a. Constantine with five different actors on five different platforms. And I think the problem is DC introduced the concept of the multiverse long ago, back in the 60s. This isn't anything new. And for comic book readers, it's, oh, okay, yeah, great. The Superman on Earth 2 is older. The Batman there is older. Great, got it. They look like uh, back in the day. They didn't have any internet to just quickly reference what Earth 2 Superman looked like back in the 30s and 40s. But they just went along with it. It was like, okay, cool. That's what you're doing. And DC really just needed to introduce a narrator character like the Monitor, Harbinger, Mariah, just to be like, I'm going around to these different Earths. This is not the same one that that this movie's based on. This is a totally different one. This is TV show is on another thing. Here's your main Earth One. I think what they need to do, and I keep saying this, and I don't even care if the Arrowverse just did it because it doesn't matter. They need a crisis on Infinite Earths event. 
that shows all that stuff that happened in all these movies you cared about mattered. Mm. Bring in Michael Keaton Batman, Ben Affleck Batman. If he'll go for it, if you throw enough money at him, put Christian Bale's Batman in there too. Have all your Batman come around. George Clooney would be happy to get a paycheck. Ryan Reynolds may even show up and get a kick out of playing Green Lantern again. Have all those guys show up in crisis. Let them get killed. So you have one Batman, one Green Lantern, one Green Arrow, one Superman, one Flash. That's your universe going forward. But you decide who are these faces of this universe. And don't go, well, we have this hot director and he wants to do his take on Joker. And we've got this person and he wants to do his own version of Batman. It's not connected to anything. Until you get a streamlined, this is core Earth. Because you can still have your multiverse after your crisis, but you need to establish one dominant Earth, one main thing that's going on where everything is central and everything else are the other Earths that don't really matter. Well, I mean, that's that's funny thing. is like, that's literally what happened in the Arrowverse. And then they split them up and like, hey, you know, here's Stargirl. Uh, here's Titan's Earth is still around. Here's Earth, whatever the heck they got. Um that's about to be wiped out and well I'm sure Jefferson was put on some other earth so we can act like he didn't exist. See it was anyway. funny with the with the CW one because they did their crisis just as the Arrowverse was basically ending anyway. So it was kind of like um thanks guys. I mean I, I don't think they, they I think they did not understand it crisis <laughs> I mean because they probably would have dragged it out. I mean it's like hey I mean well I think it was some of it was Stephen Mills like hey I'll, I'll stick around for a crisis. But it would have been better to wipe all of it and go and then start, you know, Stargirl and uh, leave just Stargirl and uh, Superman and Lois at the end. Um, but I think just like even like when you said, like kind of using the narrator, it's like you could just just like how Marvel used the what if Jeffrey Wright is the what if the watcher. Uh, this is like the watcher, like him actually being able to just like somebody like uh, like you said. Um, the mod basically you could add a monitor the guy who did it for CW and just literally like this is earth so and so this isn't the earth you know from this is you know a land of only heroes or x y and z yeah and it's like okay I get it, it it's not it's not my vibe but at least I get it or just but a little tag that it, says the Pattinson Batman's taking place on earth 200 or earth yeah. 50 then that's all yeah. you need but but th- I mean Yes, but it's it's one of those things. It's like, by the way you're doing it, it makes no sense to continue with your, how is it your Snyder verse? But then it's like, by not doing that, you're like, well, then why are we doing a Aquaman two? Uh, I don't know. All right, let's talk about Aquaman two now. So <laughs> we had a real shock because Jason Momoa. Put on his Instagram. All right, you got us. Fans sauce on the WB tour. And y'all saw him. Ben Affleck is coming back. He's showing up in Aquaman 2. It was like, what the heck? I thought y'all had killed off Ben Affleck's Batman. And now he's back. This reminds me so much of when DC, the comic brand, decided, all right, we're, we're wiping out, changing everything with Flashpoint. We're starting a new 52. But... Green Lantern and Batman are really popular. So everything that happened with them still carries over. And it's like, wait, which is it? Are you relaunching the universe all over again or what? 
And it made no sense because just tell us the rules you're playing with because they didn't fill in any gaps with that stuff. We just had to go, well, if Blackest Night happened, what heroes were killed and came back? Who was fighting alongside Batman and Green Lantern? Because the New 52 is telling us the Justice League just formed. How does any of that make sense? And it was just this convoluted mess of continuity. It was like, all right, well, whatever. And you just pick the stories that work for you. But it never started off on the right foot. And I feel like they're doing that again because they don't even know which Batman they want to have continue. Is it Michael Keaton? Is it Ben Affleck? It's crazy. I, I, and, and to be honest, it's one of those... I don't know if, why Jason... Because, like, yeah, you could have had rumors of that going, but him... Basically broadcasting it, I was like, uh, now do we have to address this? Because it's like, <laughs> how Marvel does it's like, oh, you saw Charlie Cox on studio? I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just denying, denying. It's like, but you post a lot. Hey, take pictures. It's like, what are, what are, what's going on? Like, is this, I mean, because we're, we keep thinking the Snyderverse, y'all told us the Snyderverse is dead, 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 blah, blah, blah. Except when, our actors say, nope, it ain't. Okay. Do you get the sense that there's a real loyalty among the Snyderverse actors? Because I feel like there was definitely a camaraderie between the core six Avengers. I mean, they got tattoos. So they were like deep into, yeah, this is us. We're the original Avengers. And we're the ones setting all these box office records, doing it together. And everybody else that came after was like, hey, you're part of the family, but we're the original six. I feel like they they haven't had that many opportunities to be together as the original Avengers. But I have a sense that these... I mean, uh, uh, Justice League. Yeah. This Justice League crew is kind of tight. And they're like, mm, well, if we have any influence, we're going to keep including ourselves in stuff with each other. And I don't think it has to be a case of the Snyderverse is dead, so we can't see Ben Affleck, Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, and whoever else. Maybe we beg Henry Cavill to come back. But they can still just have them as the those characters going down the road instead of acting like, no, we got to relaunch everything. I th- honestly, I think it was, I think it was actually Josh Whedon. And his horrible treatment to all of them probably is what actually drew them all together more so than making a great movie. I think they actually felt like, man, we all survived that. So now I'm, I, if you you looked out for me during this movie, I'm gonna make sure I look do whatever I can to make sure we continue working together. I think that's what really it was like. It was a trial by fire for him, and they just like, nah, I f with this dude. Like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and trying it's like in dc it's like no no we don't want to do that it's like no okay we because you guys have so many it's, it's kind of like you know like when you can talk to your like you ask your dad for something and he says no but then you go talk to your mom and she says yes and then you know you get it that's pretty much how everybody knows how to play dc <laughs> warner like, brothers exactly say, i mean warner brothers they're like oh you say what okay i'm gonna go direct okay, sure i totally won i know good, good call Guess he's working. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and no, there's no Kevin Feige. And I know we keep saying that over and over, but they definitely have to see the need for one central voice of authority. The authority figure. The anonymous GM, if you will, if you want to go to Raw. I mean, they need somebody. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's, I just read the same sites all the time, but they are all like, D- Warner Brothers wants that figure to do it. It's like, you have Warner Brothers TV, film, and animation. It's like, you have, and I think you've reviewed, like, something that was on uh, the Green Lantern on Lyle's Movie File. I'm sorry, Lyle's Movie File.com. And, Green Lantern, beware my light. Yeah, it's like, how many movies was that? And somebody else would have been like, no, that's not. Like, it's somebody who's just doing an actual quality control on, all right, what is your idea you're pitching me? No, that doesn't work with our vision. Like, it's, and here's here's our main characters for the next five years when it comes to film, TV, and uh, animation. These are, these are the ones, and here is their storyline. Whatever, and I'm sorry, and comic books. Like, these are these are what they're going with. We're not having multiple representations on this. We will have diverse representation of all of our characters. But here is the overall theme of this character. Here is our North Star on what this character will be for the next five years. And it will be dictated by film. Not by comic book. It is by film. And the film is what makes money, keeps the lights on. And Whatever your little side project is is canceled 100%. If you want to change blah, 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 it is not happening. Go some independent studio. Make whatever you want. But this is for our billion dollar films. This is what we are doing. And if you, the door is that way if you don't see it. I'm sorry. Since y'all see it, the door is that way. Go there. And um, so it looks like possibly the Green Lantern series that they were pitching and talking about for HBO Max not going to happen. The Blue Beetle movie that was supposedly also going to HBO Max probably scrapped as well. It's not a good look when you consider these projects just so happen to feature minorities. Alan Scott on the Green Lantern show was going to be gay. And I think it had Jon Stewart in the Green Lantern show. So it's like, ah. But we're going to keep the Ezra Miller bad Flash movie around. But was he, I'm, I'm sorry, because I, 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 I was about to say, but I thought the Green Lantern was going to have Diggle. But I'm like, no, Diggle got greenlit for some, uh, or was pro- possibly going to be greenlit for oh. some heroes. They, they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. And that's gone too. Yeah. And Gotham Knights may be canceled, which is a good thing because that sounded like a terrible idea in the first place. Not the video game of the same exact title, but the show where the sons and daughters of Batman and his rogues were coming together to find out what happened after the death of Batman. Yeah, like, let me say this. Like, I, I know you said, like, initially, like, it was not a good... Um, but I actually think it's like, it is literally the president, and like I've said it before, it's like, the president literally is like, no, all this stuff right now, y'all are doing is stupid. I review. I just literally looked at kind of the synopsis of all this stuff, and it makes no sense. I'm canceling any of it. Every anybody who came up with some side, just stop it. I'm not wasting money for something that may not work. Mm-hmm. Y'all have to. Y'all pitch me a blockbuster idea. We'll talk. But all this other, oh yeah, we're gonna do this. You know, it's gonna make it's gonna be on HBO Max and won't have it won't make us any additional money. No, I don't want that. Like, give me something. Give me a property that's gonna make me at least. $900 million. If it's not that for these superhero stuff, it's pointless right now. And you know, I think that's a really interesting point because just about everything that Marvel's doing with Disney Plus shows is feeding into the movies. 
I mean, it's, I mean, people are paying for Disney Plus, but you get sucked into Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, um, Hawkeye, Falcon and Winter Soldier. These these aren't necessarily just continuing on second seasons. They're going. Those characters are heading off to the big screen. And then it's like, oh, shoot, what happened in Doctor Strange? Oh, you need to watch WandaVision. Oh, okay. So they keep feeding each other. And there's a synergy, and that connected thread makes them work. But DC is just like, what? I mean, and I think that's some of the issues with their DC, and I don't know if it's legacy contracts, but it's like, you have to say, hey, if you appear in any Marvel property, you are paid this much. And if it has TV rights, you get some of the TV rights. If it goes to film, you get some of these rights. And it might have been like they cleared some of it out with this uh, after Scarlett Johansson, but it's like that's like going forward. That's what we need to do. Like it's ne- because, as you said, um, the the D- Disney Plus is now like if you didn't want to, let's say for some reason you you were thinking about canceling the subscription, you're like, I mean, I'm about to cancel, but then it's like, but are you sure about that? We got we got uh. <laughs> She-Hulk, she has seen case. It's coming through, and it's going to feed into the movie, and then you're going to have to come back, and you're not a first-time customer, so there's no introductory lock-in problem. Oh, you, 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 you sure you don't want to watch the Marvels? Are you sure about that? Yeah, you don't want in on Andor Player? Yeah, it's... It's, it's like, and it's like they have, like, monthly... Actually, I mean, this is the slowest month they've had, but it's like at the end of the, end of the month, they're like, hey, we got a three-episode um, Andor here. Yeah, it's like, they understand what they're doing. Speaking of understanding they, what they're they doing, their Patton Oswalt had it was on the Today Show. He confirmed basically Eternals Two is coming. Chloe Zhao will be back. And as I've said so many times, I have tremendous respect for Chloe Zhao. I did not like Eternals. It's my least favorite Marvel Studios film, but she is totally taking every criticism like a champ and been out front, been. I was trying something. Maybe it didn't work for some people, but this is what I was trying. I, that's fine. And I think with the second crack at it, Eternals 2 is going to be better. And I appreciate the fact that they didn't just act like, ah, this is awful and terrible. They're going to try to work to get it right. And there's going to be less characters. But I'm, I'm kind of more excited because like I told you when I saw it, I was more excited with the post credit scenes than anything in the movie. And I think going forward, the Eternals could be fun and could be interesting. It just wasn't that first movie. But even yeah, with something they, like that, it's fine. And it's like, okay. Let's say this. Like, with the Eternals too, it's like, all right, we got a team movie where there's no humor. Well, okay, we got to change that. Like, you, one of these, it can't be all doom and gloom. And our, our, our first Marvel sex scene, like, that's not going to do it. That's not going to cut it. But again, like when you have when you can take some criticism, we're like, okay, that's what y'all were coming with. All right, I didn't, I, I, I tried it, didn't work. But you give me another crack at it, I can give you the exact movie I want. I can give you yeah. a movie with Thirsty, um, Angelina Jolie, and I'm trying to think who else is Bastos on Star Wars. Like I can give you, I can give you like in Star Fox and Patton Oswalt Curry. That's and they're just trying to go deal with the Celestial. Like, and maybe the rest of them do cameos, but nothing 
in depth on the rest of these guys. I mean, they basically didn't give you anything in depth anyway. So, I mean, but like, hey, like, all right, we're gonna have to come up with like some new Eternals that are. I mean, like, I don't know much about the books. Like, we're gonna have to. All right, somebody's gonna have to be funny. Somebody's gonna have to be. It can't be Thor and, and uh, Love and Thunder funny. It needs to actually be funny. Um, we're gonna have to test these jokes and make sure they land. They don't have to be. Um, I don't think it needs to be like a slapstick comedy. I just it, it was too serious. It was like it was your first scenes in the daggone movie. Somebody dies. It's like it's a. It's like it wasn't like a murder mystery. Like if it was a murder mystery in the Marvel universe, it would have probably worked. Cause you could have gone that dark, and then like all your team comes together. But it's like it could have. But it wasn't. It wasn't dark enough to be a murder mystery that you actually cared about. Cause you didn't. And then like wait, I don't like any of these people. No, I don't care. Like. Oh wait, and then your premise—I mean, the premise didn't work either. I mean, like, so let's just—I'm I'm not gonna keep harping on Ash and Eternals. It was what it was. I'm hoping they get it. I mean, take some criticism, take another shot at it, and hey, if need be, need be, put some episodes on uh, Disney Plus to flesh out a story, then go to the second movie. I really think that was the key. Like, if they had done that murder mystery on Disney Plus with the big reveal at the end. That would have been good. I just, I feel like that was a show that if they had just tweaked it or movie, that they had tweaked it to make it more episodic, it really would have worked as a TV series as opposed you know, to a movie. You know, the funny thing is like, I was thinking about it. I'm like, it's almost like Eternals needed to be Jupiter's, Jupiter's legacy. <laughs> it didn't get canceled. And, like, and then goes to the movie. I'm like, oh, okay, let's go. Right. Like, that would have worked. Like, oh, I, I knew it was that mo. Yeah, like, yeah, and then go and do your action movie. That would have been fine too. I mean, because I would have been on board. Man, it was just so. Anyway, that that's where we're at with that. Cameron Monaghan's kind of teasing that Cal Custis may be showing up in live action in somewhere in Star Wars universe. Yeah, don't don't, don't threaten me with a good time, people. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so um, you know, I think we're pretty good. There's a new trailer for Andor. I look good. I love how they keep showing us stuff without really showing us stuff with Andor. I don't even care. I'm just I'm ready for it. Yeah, you know Andor, I was like kind of thinking about it. I'm like, hey, I'm glad it's uh Forrest Whitaker's uh I'm really wondering what I mean it's it's weird Disney's like all right, y'all can make me wait three weeks to watch this whole thing. The base is gonna tie into me wanting to watch Rogue One. <laughs> I'm like, do you really need to set me up to watch Rogue One? I really think I just want to watch Rogue One. Just say, do you know Rogue One's on Disney Plus? You know, I hadn't watched that in a month. You're right. I, I feel like Star Wars somewhere along the line got into, not in a bad way, but into, hey, you're gonna need a whole month to watch this legacy story now, as opposed to, hey. Uh, you want to watch these movies on TNT for three days? Sure. Now it's just like, dude, I need to watch it all. And stop yeah. with Mandalorian. You know, the funny thing is, like, saying that, it's like, they're fleshing out one of the things you said, like, years ago. You always want to talk about the gap between uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope. It's and so they're so fleshing that out. And it's like, it's I don't want to say it's funny, but it is kind of funny. They aren't touching fleshing out, quote right now, 
what happens between Return of the Jedi and the fan fiction movie. Hush you. Don't don't even don't even mention it. Don't put it out in the world. Huh? No, just just pile it on up. Act like it never happened. That's what I do. And just enjoy the fun stuff of Mandalorian. That that's the only continuation of Return of the Jedi I'm interested in. Again, my my Blu-ray co- uh, shelf actually agrees with that. It's like, what? There was a return re- revenge of the what Jedi? Oh, I don't know. I'm not still not here. I'm still waiting on the box set of Mandalorian though. It's like, yeah, I have Disney Plus, but I don't want to take my tablet with me when I'm. I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, well, that's all the fun stuff to talk about. But it's that magical time of the week. I shot down your first one because this you is. Really did. This is <laughs> I was about to say. It. I was like, you know, I did have a dummy of the week, but some creative director decided. <laughs> Put the hammer down. You want me to put the hammer down? Yeah. All right. So your dummy. So I'm. I'm gonna say you know my dummy week is actually um, WWE uh, because from all reviews, them getting rid of Vince McMahon <laughs> is probably five years too late. And they would have to be dealing with AEW if they had just gotten rid of Vince five years ago and done what everybody <laughs> knew they should have done. And literally had an actual program and that was not run by Vince McMahon. And it's like, wow, you mean our guys can actually make wrestling fun for people to watch? Oh, shoot. Who knew? Everybody. <laughs> well, actually, a few people. It's like, I mean, Chris Jericho. It's like the likelihood of Chris Jericho being in AEW. Probably zero. John Mosley being in AEW. Probably zero. It's like, it's like one uh, of those is uh, a bad thing. I was gonna say, well, and it's, it's like half the guys would be like, "I was gonna leave. I'm not leaving." It's like you know what? It's like and Sasha Banks like, "Oh, Vince ain't here no more. I'm cut. Hey, we can cut a deal that I I will come back. I'll, I'll you want me to fight Randy Rossi? No problem." I'll make it happen. It's basically them picking up the phone and going, honey, I'm coming home. <laughs> it's like, I thought I wasn't, but I saw our feet. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. <laughs> Way to tie into both there. That was good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought it there pretty well. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, I feel like I should just make my tummy of the week Warner Brothers. <laughs> I think that's the I think that's the low hanging fruit. <laughs> like, I'm not ashamed to just pull. I'm not afraid to pull from the fruit that's at eye level. <laughs> just take it down. Why reach? Why why reach? Uh, yeah, I think I'll just do that. I think I'm just gonna go low hanging fruit. Oh no, never mind, never mind. I actually have a better dummy of the week for everybody who's been watching Big Brother. So, uh, are you caught up yet? I was say, does that include yourself being caught? Oh, I'm 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 caught up. Are you caught up? I meant you being a part of the dummies of the week. No, gosh, no. <laughs> no okay, no. go ahead and, right. and I'll, I'll you know I'll 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 I will catch up. You know? So there has been this mass. We've got to get rid of Taylor. We've got to get her out of the house because she's a Miss USA pageant winner, and we can't stand pretty girls who aren't petty vindictive trolls so this has been going on for weeks and every time they keep trying to target taylor she escapes and she's not evicted and now these house guests that are getting evicted are are coming back to reality 
in learning that people were able to watch their every move from the live feeds. Yet they're still trying to insist. They're trying to, they're pulling out the 399 gas and they've got a big light hoping that we miss it, but we're seeing it. And it's like, sorry, your gaslight tricks don't work here. Only money. And they're like, no, she was totally terrible at us during those moments in the feeds that run 24 seven that you didn't see. And, and people are like, really? Come on, come on guys. And former house guests are going, actually the live feeds are actually showing everything that's going on. And if she was that mean to you all, we would know about it. So they're really fighting uphill and it's, it's not sad, it's funny because they're still so focused on her. And then they go, I'm really sorry for everything I did, but let me tell you why she was so terrible. Well, let me tell you something. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. So I've been enjoying because I was I was about to tap out, but it's been really good since then. I've begun starting the journey of the Bachelorette and already it's some confusion because guys are liking one and, and the Bachelorettes are starting to get upset that a dude they were kissing on one week is kissing and making out with another one. And I kind of feel like this is kind of funny because that's kind of what they have to deal with on the Bachelor anyway. But but because ABC is really putting it to them, they still have to go through it when it's their season, which is terrible for them. I mean, it, it, it's and I think that's the kind of funny thing is like this is almost a ratings gimmick. It's like you're the Bachelorette, but you're basically still on the Bachelor. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. You can give out your roses. But doesn't mean he already got a rose from her. And it's like, it's like if you wanted to spark some life into the franchise, that's probably not a bad way to do it. I mean, I'm sure the girl's probably like, man, I got screwed. <laughs> like, like, I mean, I hadn't, I haven't started watching the new season, but like, I'm sure there's going to be, I mean, it's like, we're, we love each other because we had to deal with idiot boy, uh, Bachelor. But now when it's like, hey, I'm feeling her, hey, I'm feeling her. But I'm feeling you more. It's like that—that's the extra drama. It's like, hey, what do you think, Bachelor Nation? Do you enjoy what, our little experiment? We'll do it for the guys next time. No, put them all. Um, no. we're never doing that for guys. And then I have an additional, an addendum to my dummy of the week because there's a contingent I didn't read because the headline told me everything I needed to know, and I didn't need to know anything else. Bachelor fans want more diversity on the show and I was like well that seems intriguing but the headline you know it had a little snippet said no no <laughs> gosh no we don't want any more races we want more diverse bodies and I'm thinking no, nobody listen nobody wants super tall super plump super short super anything nobody wants diversity with that they want ooh yeah her, him. And I love the fact that there's this amazing double standard on The Bachelorette where the girls go talk to each other and go, how can we get these guys to show their six-pack abs? And I could only imagine the cancel culture that would that would erupt if, if a dude was saying that to Jesse. Man, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I just want to see those chicks in their thongs. That would send a massive outrage. So... Yeah, nobody wants to see people they see when they go to the grocery store. They want to see people that are in L.A. or well, I mean, like, in the club. The funny thing is, like, they were, I, I remember like, reading something, like, you know, basically, like, they were saying the same thing about on that on Love is Blind. It's like, well, 
we actually in second season it's like we actually did have diverse body types on second sure season. did and it was like they just didn't get to the point where we focused on the show and that's I mean and I mean I, I don't even remember what the Indian dude kind of jerk's name was Shake Shake, shake yeah it was like, Shake Shake Shake, shake um, but yeah you, you saw kind of his he was terrible yeah, I mean, you saw his his attitude after he jumps out the pod. It's like, oh, I'm back to being me. I get to see who I want to see, and I actually, have to, I mean, I'm back to my little shallow self. It's like he was really terrible because it wasn't like she was 400 pounds. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, I hate to say it's like some part he's probably represents a lot of. I mean, I don't say it like no, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna change that. But it's like so he was he's, he was like kind of the worst version of that, and it's like. Well, we don't want more people like that. I mean, like somebody who doesn't actually appreciate, you know, actually falls in love based on the personality. And it's like, maybe you say, and it's like, maybe we could have got both sides on that diverse body type and saw where it went. But it's like, I mean, it's like, do you want to, I mean, do you want to see your bachelor like kind of looking like a dude on uh, at Costco? Yeah, like, yeah. That, you, you put that out to the ladies first. A beer gut. Yeah. Love handles, balding. Hey, ladies, here's your new bachelor. <laughs> no one's watching that show except for me. I would watch it just for that. And you have to have one other idea. If you're on this show, you will not be the next bachelorette. <laughs> now, now let's see who, who, who's, who's, who's clocking for Tell you what, I, I changed my I changed my stance. I do want to watch that Bachelor episode, that Bachelor season. <laughs> oh so my god! You no, and, and your social media is disconnected for six months after the show ends. Absolutely. So you get no social media followers. You just got to well, deal with the repercussions in a vacuum. Sorry, ladies. That's it. Yeah, sign me up for it. All right, well, speaking of, it's Wednesday night. That means it's married at first sight time. Time to see how these weddings and honeymoons are going. Bro Shot, thank you as always for rolling with me. Thank you all out there for watching and listening. This episode allows movie files has been filed. Mm-hmm.